Hello and welcome to the Engineer Your Success Leadership and Life Harmony Like a Mother show. I'm your host, Kini Romanovska, award-winning journalist turned maternity leave and working motherhood strategist and CEO at Pros and Babes. Being a new mom and working mom can be hard. And we believe you should never be alone with the overwhelm of figuring out work-life balance on your own. So this is the place where you, successful mom with small kids, working in competitive corporate careers or STEM fields, come to redefine your priorities and values after having kids. Find work-life balance, make sure you're on the same team with your partner and career and family, and find belonging in an outstanding community of fellow moms so that you can create a clear path forward and you're never alone with a crushing overwhelm, isolation, or fears about balancing life and work after kids again. Get ready to engineer your personal and professional success and find life harmony without compromising family happiness or health. Did you know that women tend to lose up to a million dollars over a lifetime compared to men because caregiving duties impact our career and financial outcomes? And that 40% of women feel so unsupported after maternity leave they feel like quitting, we're here to change that. It doesn't matter if you're pregnant on maternity leave or a working mom. If you love your career and want to build a life that helps you build success in personal and professional life on your terms, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Kenya and Rachel show. Rachel from Kepler Academy, Kenya from Pros and Babes. We are two mamas and we're here to give you some inspiration, encouragement through real stories from our personal and our professional lives. We both love what we do to support working parents and that's why we're coming together to share all that goodness with you. So today's topic is sanity preserving strategies, outsourcing and getting expert help. And we'll be looking at some key mindset shifts that we need to make because Rachel, you'll jump in in just a second, but we know that so many super hardworking moms, a little bit less dads, but so many moms have a hard time asking and receiving help. And there's one thing I've learned for sure working with hundreds of moms is that we cannot do it alone. Stop trying to do it all by yourself because there are 168 hours in a day and it (laughs) takes a village to live the life you want, right? And so where Kepler Academy supports parents in a very unique way, Pros and Babes supports parents in also a very unique way. And Rachel and I also want to share some of our personal experience being moms and opening ourselves up to receiving help and even where sometimes we encounter mindset blocks. What excites you about today's topic, Rachel Jones? I feel like this is um, it has everything to do with uh, why I do what I do and also to how over the last four years, I've seen so many parents' lives change for the better once they've decided to, you know, reach out, get the help, drop the ball, so to speak, with this amazing um, workshop that you do and provide for people with pros and babes. And it, it hits hits home in every way when it comes to childcare. So let's dig in because I love this. I, I love yeah. this and it speaks to me on a personal and professional level. Amazing. Yeah. And we have a couple of of, uh, topics here. So first of all, exploring what a new normal looks like for a mom with career ambitions. You go from being career driven and let's say in a non-COVID world, you would put your clothes on and your lipstick on, maybe get to work, have, you know, coffee talk, maybe go grab a coffee with your colleagues and the day would get started and there was a routine. And then all of a sudden you're, and even, even during COVID times, right, when you were pregnant and maybe became a mom, there was still a routine tied to having a professional identity. But then 
boom, overnight, this baby is there and you have no instruction manual and that identity that, that, you know, that career identity is kind of gone to some extent, right? You just, all of a sudden you're in this new mode, no instruction manual. And so what is a new normal in those circumstances? Your, your son, Alex, I think is about six years old, if maybe not even going on seven these days, but do you, you know, looking back at what you experienced at that time, what was your experience of becoming a, a mom uh, after, you know, being a career woman? Right. It's so, I mean, this, it was a little different for me than I think for others. Um, I did have health issues after mm. I did have my little guy. So I had some more struggles as it related to kind of being at home, being by myself and reaching out. But I really missed just secondly, that connection with my colleagues. I know for everybody, it's different. There's personalities for working professional women who they're super extroverted and they really, really need those kind of day-to-day face-to-face conversations with their colleagues and their friends. And there's other women who, I mean, not that they don't enjoy that, but they thrive in a more quiet environment and they like to work in an area that's theirs and preserve their space. And they prefer not to be interrupted and work more um, that way, which is also mm-hmm. positive and great. It's just what your personality is like. My experience was, you know, I mean, I, I think for anybody that knows me or part of Pros and Babes or part of the group knows that I'm more extroverted. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I really missed, really, really missed being around um, those folks and having them as my supporters, my mm-hmm. mentors. I had incredible mentors there and incredible friends and I miss that connection. I also miss the types of conversations that I had mm-hmm. at work and, and the type of work that I was doing, which at the time was business planning and business strategy. And um, losing that meant that I started thinking at home, I was adjusting to this whole new routine and and thinking, oh man, will this ever end? Like, what is, what is the end goal of this? Yeah. And how am I going to change my life to make it back to how it was. And I remember keeping keep to keep thinking, oh man, you know, is this my new normal? Is this the way it's mm-hmm. always, always going to be? And I it kind of, and don't worry, it's okay. This is real life. No, this is real life. This is real life as I drink my coffee. <laughs> Everybody has Tim Hortons, terrible, terrible coffee I, in the environment. Do they, do they have the roll up thingies yet? Like that they're advertising for Timmy's. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yeah. (laughs) We love Tim Hortons. Um, (laughs) But that, that, that new normal, or like you say, in other words, sanity, I felt like there was this moment when I became a new mom, or at least kind of the first three, four months where I felt like I'd lost my sanity a little bit. And that's just Mm -hmm. my personal experience. It's not Mm -hmm. that experience for everybody. Um, One thing that I will say, though, is that the things that I did while I was on maternity leave to build my skills really helped build that new normal. And it was really hard at first for my husband and I to start setting out like areas of responsibility we had. All of a sudden we had a whole new, really big responsibility. So how do you you know, mm-hmm. once again, revisit what you need to do and start, start changing that up. So it was an adjustment for him as well as for me. And I think it would have gone smoother had we had some kind of plan or like yeah. tools in place to help us with that change. Absolutely. I, I totally relate to what you're saying, because 
I felt the same way when I became a mom. I saw some some moms who had babies with different temperaments or mine started developing symptoms of allergies and eczema really early on. So we got on this, <clears throat> this whole bandwagon of trying things, right, to figure out and getting the healthcare and specialists and all of that. So, but he, my, my baby, my, my now older son, who's, who's, um, whose personality is evolving and is completely different, but I was always with him nonstop. It felt like I was with him all the time. I would nurse in the bathroom. Yes, that happened. That happened. I was in the bathroom. I would nurse or I would choose between having a shower and eating in one day. Or I remember those morning nursing sessions where I would get down and if nobody else was up, I'd have him. And then I forgot to take water and I'd be like in this armchair for 45 minutes nursing, trying to figure it out. And so, and then going out with my neighbor and both of us trying to squeeze in our babies into our carriers and go to the coffee shop uh, but you know it would take us like two hours because what's one was packed the other one had just pooped and it was you had to stop shift stop and be okay with lots of stops lots of breaks sometimes tears whatever gets you to that destination yes Yes. so it's, it's so I don't know. It's funny to look back on that, but what was the new normal? I mean, you and I have both found new normals. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. You have a boy who's like going to school. And so we found our new normal and that can mm-hmm. shift almost in with every season, with every pandemic, with like every, with every change in lifestyle. So I think we feel sane again, I would say for a while, it didn't feel like sanity. And it's true. Having that guidebook, reminding yourself like, you're a new person. We talked about that, I think, earlier, matrescence, that process of becoming a new person. And so you have a new identity and you need a new toolkit and a new mindset. And the, today's topic is really support systems. And that is one, it's so huge. We just finished a workshop on work-life integration. And one of the biggest breakthroughs I saw is women finally really embracing outsourcing. Like, personal chefs and handymen and cleaning services and you know these are all people whose budgets are um feeling the pressure because of child care investments and because of other um costs related to the investment of growing a family but they yeah. made huge mindset shifts and they realized that this time with their children is limited so they want to grow their careers they want yes. to spend quality time with their kids they don't want to spend their free time fighting with their spouse about what's on the meal plan or who's going to clean the toilet yeah. so they finally made those mental shifts and obviously one of the first pillars of support is childcare, right? Like I remember on the dot six months into my maternity leave, the panic button, I started visiting childcare centers. I hadn't made it to any of my wait lists. I was thinking like, where am I going to put my son? Who's going to take care of him and his allergies and the EpiPen and the, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that support system of childcare is so critical, right? Why, why are there so many, you know, you talk to parents on the daily looking for childcare. Yeah. What is the biggest anxiety that parents have, and uh, when it comes to bringing their child into the care of others? And what do you think is maybe the biggest mistake that people make when they think about childcare? There must, you know, they, they, sometimes people approach it from perspective that is is uh, makes it more difficult for them to actually embrace that others can also help their children thrive. No, totally. I think you just your story and hearing your concerns, it brings up similar ones or similar stories I think about in the past, because we've talked to hundreds, if not 
thousands of parents mm -hmm. um, who all have very similar questions. Um, they're all looking for similar things. So for example, allergies, that's a really, really good one. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to, you know, uh, either maybe they have an allergy, like it could be something severe or it could not be something severe, but something like that. I think when you're thinking about a childcare setting, whether it's um, a day home or a place like Kepler or even having a nanny come into your house, the biggest thing that parents want to know about is what's happening while I'm not there to take mm -hmm. care of my child. And when you're on maternity leave and when parents, even like the, the spouse or the partner who's staying home and the one who's working or not working or however that's shared, you have immediate access to your child to be yeah. able to directly make a change that you like take care of them and be hands on mm -hmm. with them. Um, and the biggest thing that parents ask about are all those questions specifically related to their family. So if, if a child has a need for an EpiPen or maybe they have, um, you know, like a, a dairy allergy or maybe mm -hmm. they have a severe nut allergy and they need to make sure that a child care center doesn't allow any outside food. Um, a lot of families have questions like this and so many families have diverse needs, but usually um, just over four years of working in childcare now and being able to work with people who have been in this field for, you know, our director of operations almost 30 years, mm -hmm. uh, the questions are the same. And they are the same. So how are you going to take care of a situation like, you know, if my child needs an EpiPen, where do you keep it? What's the best way to do this? How do you document it? How do you tell your team about it? And what would you do in a situation like that? So these are all, I don't know if there's any, there's no mistakes parents make, but what they, what they need to know is, are you going to be able to handle it or who's taking care of my child while I'm away? It directly rates, relates back to this, allowing somebody else to help support you where you had previously done it all and wanted to make sure it was done right. And I mean, this is a valid concern. It's valid questions parents have mm -hmm. all the time. And it's super important. Um, you know, in a setting like ours, anything like an EpiPen or something, it has to be labeled. We have to have it immediately available for a child. There is emergency preparedness, right? This is all about, this is childcare to a T. Everything has to be properly documented by licensing. Uh, childcare is very well regulated. It's an incredible industry. And as I've been learning about it and growing through it and definitely with a growing quickly growing child care provider this is something that we have to do well every single day with families um the biggest mistake i made was i kind of didn't trust the process personally before i actually worked in child care and saw how it was so well managed and handled and i know every single child care provider or you know day home etc does this a little bit differently but the ones who really care they're professional and they when you come in and you do a tour with a center or a staff there and you feel that connection and that confidence, even if you're worried, even if you're a little bit worried, you have to give it a shot. You yeah. have to kind of, and that's what you talk about in your materials. And that's something that really hit home with me. And this is what I see as lived experiences all the time for families who use childcare. They're thinking about all of those little different things that they need help and support with and who's going to pick up the ball when I 
like I'm dropping the ball because I'm handing over my little throwing the ball too. It doesn't have to be just dropping, but like throwing it, right? Let's say they're, they're throwing it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a big deal. It's, I mean, like the the reason why I work in childcare and why I said it was my why is because this is the whole reason why I moved into this career. I felt like I had to find someone I felt really good with before Kepler even existed or was a company. And I had probably two or five or six different places. And it's all like, you know, timing has to be right. Yes. And the person you need has to be right. Yeah. And then you kind of have to choose something and then go for it. And every family situation is different. And like you said, childcare is an investment. And mm-hmm. like our team knows that and understands that. And it's, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty big investment for families. So you have to make sure that when you're planning an environment children are going to be in and the people that are going to be caring for them, you have to have the right team to make it happen and do the best job. So it's, I mean, that's the long, long answer, but I don't think parents can make mistakes necessarily when it comes to like choosing their child's care. They should always trust their gut first and be able to kind of go from there. But it is a big decision. It's a big deal. It's a, it's a very big decision, very big decision for anybody putting their, their child in a care setting for the first time. Yeah. And I personally have experienced everything for my kids, daycare, mm-hmm. day home and nanny support. And they all have their pros and cons. When there was, let's say when we had a nanny for, for some time, I like being able to nurse my baby because I was growing my business. So yeah. one was in day home and one was at home and there was a nanny. And I, I appreciated the extra support at home when, when the little guy was tiny and, you know, cooking meals or getting support in the house and then but having also close access to him while getting that support in daycare one of the things I love the most was the the programming it was so exciting to get an, an, an app and get an update all the time like this is what my this is what my kid did today like wow I wish I was there this is so much fun I'm at the office and you're doing all this stuff with right. you know, sparkles or sensory bins and learning songs and dancing and I love to see how they develop relationships with the different caregivers and how the caregivers um, loved interacting with the kids. And then the day home setting too. uh, I I like the more kind of the intimate setting, almost like the home feel to it. Right. So I found that with every caregiver experience, every person that touched my child's life, they got something unique. They got the interaction, they got the socialization. Um, It's nothing new that other adults, take care of our children in history right it's very it would be very common nobody was ever raised in a vacuum so so that kind of that mindset shift around what this investment will bring um enriching their social skills enriching their experiences the routine the ability to form bonds outside of the family the the money that we're putting in childcare or whatever support systems then bear fruit for whatever we're trying to create and for mom it's the ability to work and to have a career right and i usually say mom i mean for dads too obviously but like research shows that it's mom's careers who are disproportionately affected by by becoming a parent so yeah it's so helpful when um you know when parents think about childcare costs and i do it's more than a mortgage for two kids right and it's so expensive yeah it can be and that's why people need to think about what Mm -hmm. is included so when you pay and it's it you know and again too it's what's what's of value to you for your Mm -hmm. children at certain ages as well because um man when you're paying for childcare and when you're paying those monthly fees i always always remind parents to think about what is included in their care and what level of care they want um so for example here we have a whole 
curriculum and we built it ourselves and we even trademarked our own approach. Um, we're not, you know, Montessori or Reggio or something like that. Our approach is exploratory education and it's meant to be holistic and suit a number of different children. And when you were talking about sensory bins and being able to do those like sensory crafts and arts and all those different activities and you're seeing the photos and wanting to be there yourself feeling that good feeling and knowing your your child or children are per, like they're participating in this they're getting enrichment they're absolutely loving their time there they're enjoying building relationships with other children and other adults that's what it's all about and that's the kind of childcare center that we strive to achieve every time we open another center or and we're building that community. We're getting amazing educators. They're bringing in their own backgrounds, whatever it is. They have the freedom to do their own lesson planning. So we do have higher expectations than, yep. a, you know, like a typical daycare setting. And we're also looking for like unique programming but within the eight different developmental pillars that we have under exploratory education and of course it's not only about it's not about schooling your children early it's about building all those skills that they need before they're going into kindergarten and supporting parents who are so busy like parents need to be able mm -hmm. to go to work or work from home and not have to worry and stress about their child during the day um they want to have that you know peace of mind when they're going to work and so many parents you know they'll write a google review for us people could go check them out um or they you know they, they say thank you so much for you know like i just feel so much at ease i know my child's getting the right nutrition especially with meals and snacks and centers like kepler cover it all and then a parent can kind of go okay once they really start to understand and see what's included in those fees it's so valuable all day long to be able to have that kind of coverage for that long during the day and they know that their child's in an awesome place and with awesome people so it's almost like you know maybe we don't have the same community connectivity that you know we did how many years ago now we have awesome centers facilities and child care providers that will just kind of become that for us when we decide to trust them with our kids it's it is a big deal but it is very valuable for parents for sure yes absolutely well when you're thinking about the activities that children the nutrition is a huge part the nutrition is a huge part we've always because in our case with our son's diet being so restricted, so restrictive, we've only, even when food was made where we were, we generally brought our yeah. our own, but that it, it does take a lot of time when you think to prepare that. So to have that off your plate and having a caring set and taking care, you know, and, and the excitement for the child too, our kids love food. And so that that is something that for sure is uh, factored in. So thank you, thank you so much for giving that perspective because for parents who are doing financial planning for that season of their lives and in our community we talk about it a lot in fact october is money month so we work with an amazing amazing specialist her name is afsha Bhatt, and she comes and designs curriculum specifically with us to help moms look at the big picture yes. women live longer we retire yes. earlier we take more time out of the workforce than men we um we invest less usually we're more risk averse and financial calculators are mostly planned for men by men. So if we get into the mind of a mom who's been on maternity leave, now depending on the employment setting she's in, may have received a top up and like almost her full salary. Some of you know the some some positions offer that, but some are on a tiny portion of the revenue. Right. So you're out of you know the working world for a year. 
your your budget is different you're going back to work you don't even know what that's going to look like there's the insecurity around that and then you're thinking wow i'm forking over hundreds sometimes thousands of dollars for childcare, right? right. For, yep. for more than one child. Right. And so you might be tempted to think, is it even worth it? Is it worth it? Will I take a step back? And, uh, you know, there are many reasons why women would step out of the workforce to be at home with their children. And there are, you know, everybody needs to choose what works for them. Yeah. But what's important is for women especially is to consider the big picture the long term right. right. investments you're making whether it's in childcare, whether it's a cleaning service whether it's like a personal chef service it's an investment in your mental health in your mm-hmm. sanity in your career in your marriage and those precious years where you your, your kids are watching you and your reaction to stress and covid has stressed us so much like every time i lose my cool and i'll raise my voice more than i want to because I'm stressed and exhausted, usually that's when I snap is when I didn't have a good night's sleep or where I'm overloaded or have too much on my plate. That's when I lose my patience with my kids and I regret it. I really regret it. So when, and then when I have my good support systems in place at home and the right sleep and the childcare and the planning, I show up differently in my family life. And it's so important for me to be that mom that my kids will remember as somebody who can navigate the stresses of life life with ease with flow with love say sorry when she she didn't mean to and that is what we're investing in that quality of life and that is priceless no amount of money can help you feel that way if you're if you're not intentional with how you want to live right how you want to be supported right and you have to think about that it's is it all about how much it costs or is it I mean, once you decide that's what you want to invest in, and yes, you know, I'm, if that's your plan and it should be, I'm going back to my job and it's not just your job. You're not just going back to your job. There's, like you said, so many more things. Mm-hmm. It's, it has so many short-term and long-term benefits. The short-term is you're happier, you're more well-balanced. It's a short period of your life and you know it's a different season, but then also too, long-term down the line, will you be you know, in 20 years, happy that you made that investment, like what, what exactly? Mm -hmm. And you really have to think about that. And I think, um, you know, moms would think differently if they did decide to invest in childcare. Um, But everybody has their own, their own considerations. But I think, I mean, just coming from my perspective, I love, I love the fact that I see so many happy parents, like that's what that's what makes it worthwhile for me every day is just to feel that relief come from parents who are so busy working and some in really high, high level positions. Um, everybody's different, but they just say, I was so grateful. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so much. And that's what makes it worthwhile for me. And now, you know, downtown, as we're seeing parents also coming back to the office slowly, but surely here, um, you know, employers are starting to bring everybody back on different work arrangements and man, oh man, childcare centers, we're right there with you. We've had to really change with this, um, with this pandemic and the challenges and stress that it's brought. And we've been able to meet parents and meet their needs where they need it. It's totally different now for for we're in this age of, you know, we have alternate working arrangements. We have parents that are working from home but can't cope because they have a child that needs a snack or lunch or, you know, even when they're working from home, they still have those challenges. So, you know, let us help you. Let us take that off your plate. And I think even about 
like meals and snacks, for example, um, just in July, we reached out to a registered dietitian. Her name's Sarah Remmer. And she's somebody who, I mean, just like um, Afsana, she's somebody who in the nutrition space for families she's an incredible resource and we'll have to add it in the comments after yeah. for, for those that are watching um sarah remmer um is kepler's in-house registered dietitian so she started working with us in july and she wrote a book all about from pregnancy to packed lunches you know like looking at nutrition for families and how they can work with that and then as well she is the director of the family center the family center for nutrition so in alberta she's very well known and i'm sure across canada people have seen her her books in all the like major bookstores which is really cool and all of the content she supported our families with so far and even a workshop we have planned for next week we've got her uh, talking to our families about fall um feeding and like family nutrition we use those the kind of like cool alliteration and she's going to be talking to our families about you know now that we're coming what are the basics of feeding your kids and when they come to a child care center we follow those and we teach our educators about the same things we would teach parents like yeah. what is the importance of nutrition how are you bringing nutrition into the classroom how are you like these are things that child care educators and child care providers like us are thinking about we know it's important mm -hmm. for families and for kids with different needs so we always like we focus on it and we want to give parents that kind of value when they're coming to our center so monday we get to or sorry tuesday after thanksgiving we'll be talking about that and meal planning hacks and like you know maybe sometimes when you're looking at a child care provider it's more than just you know i don't have to think about my little one for you know six hours or seven or eight hours tomorrow it's more than that it's so much it can be so much more value than a parent even thinks and i know these things are this is a big deal in your life when you're talking about meals and you're talking about trying to plan everything that's going on in your house. It, yeah. it, it can be stressful. Uh, it absolutely can. And, you know, for those who are just starting out on this journey, their child is just entering childcare, turning around one or so, right? That's kind of a typical age where a lot of families bring their children to childcare. Um, I have, as I said, two kids, two and four. And, you know, things worked out. It felt at first when I was doing that financial planning the first or second time, especially the first time, it's so hard to predict with the variables of taxes and, you know, your maternity leave and and going back to work and kind of inconsistency in cash flow. But I realized that the more I had an abundance and a growth mindset, the more things expanded for me in terms of my financial growth as a mom with a career. And, and that, that would be my message to moms wondering, like, can I afford this? Should I do this? Is this too expensive? It, it starts with the mindset. And that's one of the things we were seeing in the ticker is, is, you know, who are you? Who do you want to be? What are your values? What matters to you? And don't limit yourself to thinking short term, but think about what kind of parents you want to be for your child. What, what, you know, what, what do you want your parent to, your child to see and watch? Whether you stay at home for a few years, whether you send them to childcare, those values questions really matter. Yes. So, um, you know, there are like if we're thinking helping to leave parents as we wrap up the talk today, but identifying areas of life that could benefit from some support and adjustments to increase your levels of self-care and wellness. So Rachel, we had that worksheet, but we had a table, right? We, we kind of divided things into categories and yep. and thinking, yep. you know, the top row is area of life. So um, sorry, that's the vertical row. So like home caring, cleaning, maintenance tasks, shopping and cooking. Then there's emotional labor. That's a topic I think you and I talked about 
about earlier, but yeah. just everything about caring for others, remembering yes. the birthdays, booking the dentist appointments, like making sure everybody gets their flu shot, thinking of the auntie who has, uh, you know, whose who's cat passed away and she needs some comfort. Often women do that type of work yes. and we, it's not paid. And, you know, and, and when we stop doing it, it's certainly noticed. Yes. Um, but that's that's something, you know, that that is a, is a task that you do that your brain does. Then there's romance, right? That's an area of your life. Are you the one always planning the date nights? Like, you know, there are sometimes complaints in marriages that I'm always the one thinking about the vacations and then and the date nights and all of that. Childcare responsibilities, the relationship with your parents and in-laws, finances and bills, life logistics, community life and volunteering. A lot of uh, people in our community love giving back, right? And then your own career planning and growing. So what else do I have even more? I have taking care of your physical, mental health getting enough sleep and rest. So all of those categories, we're inviting you to think, how much time are you spending on this? Who's responsible for it in your household? Are you happy with the division of labor? And then what can you do in this area to experience more satisfaction, right? right. So like, yeah. where do you need to drop the ball, essentially, so somebody else can take over? Or where do you need to ask for help and receive help? Because there's so much resistance to receiving help in many months, yes. right? Yeah. What are yeah. your thoughts as you saw that? Uh, I, I guess I could pull it up on the screen just so people see, but what are your thoughts as as you, you saw that worksheet? Oh, you know what? I mean, it reminded me of just how many things, just the sheer amount of things that we have to think about as parents on a regular basis. So if you look at this, you just, I mean, I think to myself, wow, there's so many things in my life that I have to balance. And then I start to think, and I mean, I'm even looking at my life now too, you know, what, where could I get some support? You know, if I, I circled as I was going through the worksheets, mm -hmm. I circled cleaning and I also circled meal prep because I'm finding I can manage the emotional labor. I can like, you know, usually get my shopping done. Um, Childcare responsibilities, obviously, thank goodness. I don't have to worry about that. And I haven't had to because I've, I've, you know, look where I work. It's wonderful. But thinking about relationships, thinking about those kinds of things, I'm doing okay. But then I look at the cleaning and I look at the meal prep. Those are simpler things in my mind, but they're things that I always have a challenge with getting done. And it is a not because yeah. I don't like cooking. And it's not because I don't, I don't like to clean because I don't mind cleaning. It doesn't bother me. But there are things that and hey, there's lots of different people out there that, you know, maybe if I made a sh more short term financial sacrifice and brought in somebody to help me with my house once a week or once every two weeks, imagine, you know, at first you have to put in a little bit of work, maybe having somebody come in and talking to them about their service and what they provide. But once you actually outsource it, man, oh, man, you know, imagine the stress off your back because to be can I just uh, I'll be honest um sometimes I find myself cleaning my bathroom on a Saturday night have you ever done that where you're just you know I mean I hope you haven't but it's just something that I and not a Saturday night but a Saturday morning yes <laughs> Saturday night yeah that was Saturday but a Saturday morning I have for sure crazy what you know and I think I just I have to shake my head because you know I'm a busy working professional um you know and there's I mean this is a long list that's the first thing that I thought of when I looked at it. And I was like, whoa, I do have a lot of things I have to manage as a mom. And like, there's things that are bigger and things that are smaller, like 
Childcare is pretty big, but once you've got it locked down, that's that is a whole lot of stress off your plate. And then yeah, people people said like when the pandemic hit, I will never complain about childcare costs again, right? That's what I saw. I remember seeing that in my feed. Wow, cool. Well, hey, it's like, and you really have to think about that, right? There's so many things that are involved. You know, childcare is an item, but under that childcare bucket. Um, there's actually like in under the childcare bucket, there's emotional labor because there's relationships mm-hmm. and socialization. There's meal planning and snacks because it is meal planning, it's nutrition, meal planning and snacks. There's cleaning. It's getting kids to like learn all of these things. So there's so many things that involve all of these things yeah. underneath that childcare bucket in general. So when you choose a great childcare provider, you're actually choosing, you're actually getting help with emotional labor and responsibilities of, you know, that learning and growth. Body and like, training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember when I started with Kepler, my son was about two, two and a half. And I haven't, we have an educator here who at the time she was, she potty trained him in two months and now she's a center director. Well, she's been for a while, but I have seen those amazing relationships and seen how incredible our team, like all educators across the entire field, like work very hard and they're literally a step in for you. And of course, nobody can replace a parent. No one. That relationship can't be replaced. It doesn't matter who you are or how great of a job that you do. You're still mom and dad and parents at the end of the day, they aren't they're not thinking, oh, this is my new mom. They're thinking, I love auntie so-and-so or teacher yeah. so-and-so. It's so a big mistake also I thought was, oh, man, if my child goes to daycare, you know, they're not going to need me anymore. That's kind of like a, a thought that right. I had, you know, years ago. And now I know that's not true for sure. And I think it just takes some time, especially if you're a new parent, to kind of move through the, these experiences and then start to feel better because it does take some time. But it's a long it's a long list. It is. So it's it's just what we love doing in, in our community is breaking things down. Moms often come to our Facebook community or some of our workshops on work-life integration or, um, you know, like mindset shifts that you need to make and how to organize your life. They feel overwhelmed. Everything feels chaotic. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to do it all? How am I going to work and be present for my husband or my partner uh, and my child and take care of the house? And it's a lot, like it all lumps together. So seeing it in a list broken down in terms of your operations and everything yeah. you do yes. is really eye-opening. You're you're overwhelmed for a reason. There's truly a lot. Yeah. And it's Drop hard. that ball. Drop, Drop the that ball. ball. Drop the ball. You'll catch ball. it. yeah because it's true it's a you know it's and again too another one on the list um getting enough sleep and rest right so imagine how well you can do the other things if you get certain help with bigger right like it's it's big it's big um the the sleep part you know, there's, there's a colleague too in my community that does a lot of sleep education. She's really, really good. She talks about all the biological drivers of sleep and what can impact it. Her name is Samantha St. Louis for anybody watching. She has an amazing Facebook community. I'll tag you after. Um, she, she runs an incubator called the Bee Baby um, space where you can get like an all-in-one support system when you're a new mom in terms of breastfeeding, sleep, nutrition, like you name it. There's, there's everything. Um, both kind of more traditional practitioners and more 
what some call alternative. I mean, I'm sure there are different terms, but you know, complementary medicine and, and and wellness practices. And um, and I totally believe in getting expert help for sleep. Their yes. sleep is is complex. The way sleep consolidates, right, and changes at the four month mark, we can really get off track in terms of our sleep and mental health patterns. And science is so advanced in terms of understanding brain and development and sleep cycles right now that nobody needs to suffer alone when it comes to when it comes to sleep there's like a, an expert for every temperament you don't need to just let your baby cry it out there's so many ways that you don't need to do it alone same thing for potty training we worked with somebody for sleep we worked with somebody for potty training our youngest potty trained in less than a month he was like a breeze you know it was just because we use that system um cool. there's wow. a system in, in edmonton called Times squared right so a personal concierge that uh, a Janet. lot of women in our Janet. community. Yeah, Janet. Yeah. Janet. So actually, stay tuned because we're launching our podcast in a few weeks and we're, we're having a contest. So somebody can win two gift baskets with Alberta products that Times Squared will put together for you. So um, they also do like Christmas baskets and stuff like that. And I like, like talking about these local providers, actually. Yes. I'm happy to name drop for because a lot of moms are asking these days. So there's Janet Wilson from Times Squared. There's Danielle Gajewski from We Potty. She does potty training and and i you know i i certainly enjoyed her her service amazing so yeah. so knowledgeable yeah. too yeah 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 so we have to drop those in the comments for people but like amazing people who are just who have dedicated their careers to making your life easier right we're so yes. blessed and oh. and we're so like we're so lucky to have kepler and to have so many systems that are out there for parents um because i know when you were starting out in your childcare journey there weren't many options right like there was almost nothing well, yeah. you really have to look, you have to really, yeah. really do your research. Well, and I mean, before things, before, I mean, there were, I guess, more blogs related to new motherhood and also support like pros and babes related to new motherhood, somebody who you could literally go to and say, can you give me a list of like, where do I go? How, how do I even navigate this? There wasn't any of that before. And this is something new. This is very new, new for, especially for career minded parents. And yeah. I remember when I was leaving um, uh, my previous position and then also on maternity leave, there were sessions for um, parents that they were coming back to work and even something like that, if an employer can support you with these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So something we do at Kepler, uh, for example, are corporate partnerships. This is something actually you and I have never talked about. And it's something that we do with bigger companies or companies, whatever organization. So let's say an, an HR professional in any company is like, well, childcare is a need. It's a need for new parents because new families or like parents who are on mat leave, if they're leaving your company and coming back, how do they navigate all of these things? And I'm sure you work with many companies and organizations to support them with these questions. And we can even build in into a wellness plan or some kind of like discount plan, childcare benefits. So yeah. in any form, a company might want to offer it. So if you have a forward thinking group or organization, one that supports women with their career planning, they invest in their top talent, they're thinking about these things in advance, they have great managers who support their um, their talent and their professionals. This is part of that puzzle. It's part of all of this whole puzzle. And yeah, there's yeah. a lot to think about, but there's so much out there. And just being able to incorporate something like, you know, a discount or like, you know, a, an early tour or not having to be at the bottom of a wait list when you're coming yes. back for maternity leave. Those are things that 
like, like ours can do. And it's cool because it would have never, this is not something, you know, I didn't have an employer send me a link in any period of my life saying, here's in, here's resources. And also here's a list of childcare providers. And here's one we have a discount with, like, we need to start thinking that way because yeah. children are a part of our everyday life. And especially for, I mean, there's all sorts of professionals at all stages of their life, but this is something that's really big for a lot of folks. And I think it would preserve their career. It would help them preserve their career. I know you Absolutely. know that. Yes, 100%. <laughs> well, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you, Rachel. So for the ticker, there's KeplerAcademy.ca if anybody wants to find out more. I know you're super active on social media too. Like you're very findable. Um, you're, you're, so we'll share uh, to wrap up any exciting things that are going on in our communities. Well, uh, at Pros and Babes, we're actually running a sold out retreat in Kananaskis Spa with our participants and clients. So in November, Many of us are heading to the spa for just some reflection, rejuvenation, hiking with other moms who know what you're going through. And then in December, we have an online summit. So rest, ease and rejuvenation summit. So and those tickets are going fast too. like we just had super early bird and yesterday and boom, like tickets are going like that. So we have like seven or eight experts coming to talk about healing scars, abundance mindset, being in receiving mode and not just in the doer giver mode, uh, an intimacy coach, a marriage coach, um, what else holistic medicine and like functional medicine. So you don't want to miss out on that event. It's events.prosandleaves.com. It's uh, an amazing moms. We also have pre-networking sessions. And I just secured a bonus session with our epigenetics coach who does DNA-driven plans. So that's happening with us in uh, December. If you want to connect with us, our calendar is really filling up, whether it's for a corporate workshop or one-on-one -on -one support. We're pretty full until the end of the year. So save your spot for next year. So that's what's going on in the Pros and Babes community. And Rachel, what is going on in your Kepler ecosystem? So you mentioned your fabulous dietitian. What yep. else uh, are parents looking forward to at Kepler these days? So just, I need to clarify because the, the workshop that we have is actually just exclusively for Kepler yeah. parents. So yes, um, it's not open to the public. It's open. So Sarah, because Sarah Remmers, our registered dietitian in-house, part of what she provides is a quarterly workshop for our families. So Amazing. this is part of that. Um, if you're a Kepler parent, definitely make sure you register for this. It is the Tuesday after the Thanksgiving weekend from 6.30 to 7.30 in the evening, just via Zoom. Um, you don't have to be on camera. You can just listen in and, you know. While bathing your little ones. <laughs> Chat in the comments, stick your comment in there or your questions. Uh, we'll be moderating it and taking questions. So, and it'll be recorded after for families that aren't able to uh, join us on Tuesday night. Um, really awesome. And one thing too that we're starting to do is we're getting back out into the communities, which is so nice. Yeah. So because we're in Spruce Grove, we're in Sherwood Park, we're in St. Albert and all over Edmonton, we're starting to get our feelers back out there, get yeah. back in touch with community leagues. A lot of things are still virtual, but we're trying to, trying to get out there and do stuff. So if, if you are, you know, a part of a community league or you work for a company and you know you need support with childcare or you'd love to see a childcare provider out, you can reach out to us. And we're more than happy. We have local marketing initiatives we love to get involved with. We love to support community leagues with their events, especially if they have to do with families. So I wanted to put that out there too, because sometimes people don't realize that, yeah. uh, you know, 
childcare providers like us, we love getting involved in community activities, especially community leagues and parenting groups. So let us, you know, sponsor something that you're doing in the community. Let us be a part of it. We'll come and do that. So we've got oh, the Yeah, we did our joint event. It's true. Yeah. We sponsored our Work Like a Mother event and wow. child care so that moms could come and network and their kids could have get a taste of the Kepler experience and have childcare, right? Like Yeah. Um, that, that's that's one of the things I really wanted to do when I started Pros and Babes is we didn't have mom-friendly events. And so that was kind of when, when we managed to do that right before the pandemic hit. It was so cool like to have a networking <laughs> event and, hey, you can get childcare for your kids. How often do we get that? Like almost never, right? It's Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to do more of that. And we'll do... Yeah. Um, we do, I mean, we usually every single month, if parents want to come in and see our centers, they come in and uh, they're private tours twice a month. So October's and November's dates, I mean, I'm sure we're going to be talking in November again, but mm -hmm. uh, October's dates are the 14th. So that's not this week, but it's next week on Thursday and the 28th, just before the Halloween weekend. So Thursday evenings, we book in person kind of 30 minute private tours from six to eight. So you pick a time. It's really close to bedtime. We know it. We just do it because of the COVID pandemic. Like we, we want to avoid bringing, you know, any nasty bugs in. Yeah. So we try and keep the tours private, keep them short, make sure everybody's coming in safely. And um, that's what we're doing. So parents are more than welcome to book one of those with us. And all they have to do is reach out to info at Kepler Academy or give us a call and they can do that. Um, and November's are going to be November 9th before Remembrance Day. So it's a Tuesday night and then also November 25th. And of course, I know the dates off the top of my head. So those those dates are coming up and they book really fast because we can only have so many families in the center and we only have so many, you know, tour guides to go around. So more than welcome to come and check us out. And I can't wait for your event in Kananaskis. That sounds great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, I'm gonna try this, Felicia. Mrs. Mrs. Jones. <laughs> Got a thing going on. All right. I'll see you backstage. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, make sure to review the show notes for any information we shared today, either about our guests or from myself. And then, if you're ready to take action and turn working motherhood overwhelm into your greatest advantage, then head on over to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash pros and babes. Again, info in the show notes. Make sure to get the support you need to succeed in family and career and be the first to know about new live networking events and training. And of course, connect with other moms who understand exactly what you're going through as a mom with a demanding career. If you're getting value from the show, I would be so grateful if you left us a review so we can reach more moms like you, moms in corporate, competitive, and STEM careers who should never be alone with a crushing overwhelm of trying to balance family and career life. See you next time.